Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This podcast is made possible thanks to Black Ballad's membership community. To find out how to join our community of professionally ambitious, socially conscious and culturally curious black women, visit the link in our show notes. another episode of Black Bella Presents The Survival Guide. This time around we're talking about something that can often prove quite controversial but it really shouldn't be. Back in April 2020 we published an article called Why More Black Women Should Prepare Themselves to Become Stepmoms. In it Priscilla Appening argues that from evil stepmother tropes to ideas around BMs or baby mums, and baby mama drama, the idea of being in a blended family is not desirable for most women, but this type of family unit is on the rise. There is also the argument that if you're dating men in their 30s and older, if them having kids already is a no-go, then you are significantly narrowing your dating pool, not to mention the fact that many of us have kids of our own anyway. But still, Stats and logic aside, creating a blended family, either with your own biological children or someone else's, is never usually a plan A, as Priscilla, mum to three girls, a baby boy, and also stepmom to two boys, explains. We are sold the dream of, you know, the perfect nuclear family. I think there was even a sitcom called like Two Point five children or something like that where you know you get married you know in this order you get married you have your kids maybe two maybe three at a stretch but not beyond that you know you have a house with a fence and a garden and a car and you just you live that life so obviously that's the kind of life that I was looking for and then you know when you throw the fact that I'm a Christian into it as well like there's an order of you know things and then when you throw in the fact that I'm Ghanaian as well there's like a cultural order of things as well so yeah being in a blended family although I was raised in a single parent home and had two stepmoms um I never envisioned myself being a single mom or having a blended family no even though Priscilla technically had a stepmother or two. That role was never really acknowledged in her family, and so she never realised that she grew up in a blended family-type situation until she got much older. But I knew that it was a negative... Well, I felt like it was negative because my mum was 
hostile towards my dad and his partner. There was no relationship between my mum and my dad's wife. Um, it was very much, you're at your dad's house, do your thing there, you're at home, do your thing here. And there was kind of no um, interlinking. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't have the wisdom to know that I was like in a set family to, to, to then kind of think what it would feel like or be like growing up. I just knew that the kind of family dynamic that I was in was, um, yeah, a negative one, if I'm going to be honest. For my mum, first and foremost, she was just like, I should never date a man with kids because, you know, they will go back and sleep with the mother of their children. So if you don't want to be cheated on, you're not going to want to be dating anyone that has children. That was like one of the things on her list of, you know, the type of man I should not be bringing home to meet her. Um, and then growing up, like, I think from kind of college age so 16 and upwards you know the older boys the boys that were like 18 19 they were dads they were dads and mm. it was normal actually I, it it wasn't as normal as today where you just meet someone and you ask hey do you have kids because you just kind of expect it it wasn't that normal but it was normal enough that if a, a guy was like oh yeah I've got a child you wouldn't be like oh you're so young it's just like okay you've got a child um and every single time I would meet a friend or a potential partner who had a child there the BM was crazy of course the BM was crazy like um the the guy would be like oh yeah my BM will be up any girl that I look at I talk to you know whether it was to pump their ego or to paint them their ex in a bad light or because she was actually crazy that would usually be the story um or you would actually meet those bms that you know now as an adult realize that they were fighting for their their rights to freedom as a young mother as well you know for the kind of same freedoms that a young dad would have um for maintenance support um to gain respect back from the community because you know God forbid you're from ends and you're a single mum. Like, you, you must be like a tramp or a hoe or problematic in some kind of way. So, yeah, it was, it was, all, ne it was all negative. <laughs> that overall negativity was something that Priscilla also felt when she became a young mum, parenting her young daughter solo. But that still didn't stop her from wanting the nuclear family dream for herself and her daughter. For me, regardless of how I came to be a mother in the first place, I still wanted that nuclear family. I still wanted to be a wife. I still wanted a husband and I, I wanted siblings um, and for that to be from one man. So my, my whole thing was once I did my walk of shame of being a single mom because I felt the shame, I felt like people, you know, were talking about me, family, friends, church members, the whole lot. Um, once I got over my walk of shame, I I was open to dating, but I think I just wanted to make sure that I got it right the next time. So I was very cautious um, 
so I think when my door was, I think about one or two, that's when I started dating. Whereas before that, I was very concentrating on graduating uni, getting a job, getting a car, just stabilizing her life as she grew um, and not complicating my life with like men. Um, and so when I felt like I was settled, um, I started dating, but I never let them be around my daughter. And I think for me, after becoming a single mum, my tolerance for like guys was very small, like very, very small. Um, whereas I, I was even saying to my husband the other day, he, he was saying, do you feel like you were as controlling <laughs> when you were younger in relationships as you are now? And I'm like, oh, no, I wasn't. I was I was a pushover. Like, I talk nonsense quite easily. For what reason? You know, that's another podcast ep- episode. But I was a pushover. But then when I gave birth to my daughter, I was very assertive. I knew what I wanted. I put all my cards on the table whenever I met a guy. I, I, I was one of those, you know, mums that... Before you even get to, oh, where you from? Like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm a mum. This is how old she is. This is what I'm on. If this is not what you're on, just leave it at that. Um, and yeah, in in the end, I guess I I came to meet my husband, and finding out that he was a dad, it was a bit off putting. But at the same time, I think it was more off-putting because I didn't want anyone to think that I was dating him because he was a dad and I was a mum. That I was kind of settling, like, what kind of um, man who didn't have baggage, quote-unquote, would want a woman that had baggage. Um, But after I got over that, I laid my cards on the table. It so happened that he was down. (laughs) He was just like, okay, well, you know, I'm not ready for marriage, but if you're ready for marriage, I guess I can be ready for marriage. And then, yeah, literally within the space of a year, you know, we dated, became official, got engaged and got married and then came back from honeymoon with another baby in my belly. From our dating episode last season, I know that making time for romance as a mum can be logistically a nightmare. But Priscilla explained how she made space for it. I mean, I was quite blessed in the sense that I, uh, the guys that I met, I didn't meet them out of nowhere. They were like, you know, friends or, you know, people that I knew from like mutual friends and stuff like that. They weren't just like people that I met online or anything like that. So I was blessed in that respect. Um, And then when it came to like actually linking up to like see what we could see, um, I I did really basic things like, do you want to meet me at the cafe? (laughs) <laughs> like yeah let's go and have like a breakfast and chill and um, my daughter would be at nursery or um you know god bless my mum I, I wouldn't tell her why I'm dropping the baby off but I'll be like oh mom I need some time do you want to chill with your grandbaby yes I do then it's like okay my daughter's with my mum do you want to go out to eat it just like really casual dropping it in there and I and I honestly feel like when a guy is you know wanting to explore something with you he will make time for you you know pretty much at the drop of the hat um so it wasn't like oh 
you know, in two weeks' time, should we do this? Because I, as a mum, I, I can't plan that far ahead because anything can happen. But it's like, I'm a mum, I'll let you know when I'm free. If you're free, then we'll do something. And that's literally how it went. I know that is not, um, like, a solid bulletproof way of kind of dating. But I, I do feel like when this is a good sign to look out for if a guy is interested in you he will make a way to see you like fairly soon um when you say this is the free time that i have do you want it for me i don't believe that you should introduce your children um while you're still getting to know like the basics of that person so if 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 you feel like you've gotten to a friendship stage with this person where it's not just butterflies and oh he's so buff and like when you've passed that stage and you feel like he's your actual friend to the point where you've burnt a pot of stew and you call him oh my gosh I've burnt my stew you know that that kind of friendship level then you can start to think about introducing your child as a friend so say to your child like hey child this is mommy's friend and you introduce the friend by name and then have him be around more often like when you're going to the park not at home not at home but when you're going to like the park it's like oh yeah mommy's friends coming like let's let's play or like going bowling you know things like that make it social make it easy breezy like make it like this is just you know a new person a part of mommy's friendship circle just how you would with a girlfriend literally um that's it and then when you feel like okay yep it's me and you i want to be with you you want to be with me like get where we're gonna go somewhere i feel like you need to establish like where where's the end destination like are we trying to be married or are we trying to just you know date and see how things go again me personally i feel like if you're just seeing how things go your child doesn't need to know that this is your romantic partner because things could go to nowhere and then your child's going to be asking hey Where's, where's that guy that I grew attached to? But if you've decided that, yeah, the end goal is marriage, like I'm committed to this season to get to marriage, and that includes like couples counselling, that includes you like meeting family, and that includes to committing to not ending because we're now arguing, um, then you can go ahead and, you know, let your child know that this is mummy's romantic partner. But obviously you need to gauge how based on the, the child's age. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. When Priscilla got married, she knew she was bringing two families together. There was her and her daughter and her husband and his sons, and she thought she was ready for it. She had a plan. I was just very naive, basically. It, I didn't have concerns. I had, this is what it's going to look like. Mm. I had a vision. The vision was trash, okay? And unfortunately for me, <laughs> when I got married, I realised how trash my vision was. So I was, I was, you know, when I met his sons, when I met my husband's sons, I was like, okay, they're nice to me. They seem to like my daughter. My daughter seems to like them. This is all good. We can build upon this. That's fine. I'm not nervous about this aspect. Um, but I didn't actually know what being a stepmom would entail. I just thought I would continue to be Auntie Priscilla. Um, and it would be casual. I didn't ask what I expected. I'll tell you this. Between me and my husband... It wasn't a whirlwind because I feel like he made his mistakes. I made my mistakes. We knew what we were looking for in a partner. And we knew, you know, what our ideals for family life and, like, our in individual as aspirations and goals were to be in the future. And we, we knew what matched up and what differed and how we are going to navigate that, right? What... Um, we didn't talk about is his expectations of me as a stepmom to his kids, my expectations of him as a stepdad to my daughter. Although I could see what kind of dad he he was becoming, because obviously I'm my daughter's always with me, so I could see how their relationship was growing. But we didn't have a sit down conversation of which we should have had, and what it would look like if we go to have more kids because he knew that I wanted at least another kid I don't know how I ended up giving birth to four but here we are so then when we got married everything spun in his head because you know I had to consider obviously the women that he had children with and I didn't consider their thoughts and feelings in this whole blended family setup and when they made it known it was all negative it was all whoa are we not going to be the Brady Bunch is are we not going to blend? Um, and so I had to learn on the job. And that was a big mistake. And it was a hard... Um, it was it was the hardest way to start my journey as a stepmom. And, and that's why I can actually say, A, the first year of marriage was trash because I was learning how to be a wife and how to have a husband and to share parenting with a man in my house that I'm living with now. And he was learning how to be a husband, you know, and be a dad and all the rest of it um, and live with a woman. And so all this kind of fairy tale beauty, oh, you know, first year to forever with you, like on Instagram and stuff, I, I think that's all trash because I feel like the first year of marriage is like the hardest year. Um, and then to add the kids and trying to blend as a step family, it was, it was just so terribly hard. Um, yeah, so I got it wrong is basically what I'm trying to say. Priscilla admits that she got it wrong but she's learned a lot of lessons along the way. 
as a single mum or, you know, um, a co-parenting mum, you want to actually have a conversation with your ex, regardless of whether you have like a kind of hostile relationship or not. You need to have a conversation via email, text message, voice note, whatever, and say, when we get into relationships, what of it? you know what's going to happen with our child what's it going to look like what are we comfortable with what are we not comfortable with this is not to say that you know if someone says i'm not comfortable with you introducing our child to a partner that you've only been with for three months you have to follow that but we're talking about managing expectations here to to have it blow up in your face as and when it's happening is just not good for anybody it's going to strike up emotions that need not be struck like stricken up right so we want to manage our expectations by talking about what's it going to look like what are we okay with what are we not okay with and then you know essentially crossing that bridge when you come to it for a stepmom it's establishing what type of involvement does she want from the jump off and i know that you know it's not always easy to try and work that out because you don't necessarily know what is required of you but to have some kind of idea as if when you become pregnant you have an idea of what kind of mum you want to be. We can say that, you know, we want to be that mum that does no screen time. I make all the, like, the weaning solids. I'm not going to buy anything from supermarket. We can have our kind of idea of what kind of mum we want to be. Of course, when we become that mum, we rejig it. That such is life, right? But for a stepmom, we have to have an idea. Like, I want to be a hands-on stepmom. I don't want to be a hands-on stepmom. I, you know, want to be a support to my partner or, you know, I want to be a significant other parent to my stepchildren and you then kind of have that idea of what kind of stepmom you want to be and then when you you know consider yourself a, a real stepmom whether that's before marriage when you're engaged after you get married then you can go ahead and step into that role with a bit of understanding and then it's asking your partner what do you expect from me what do I expect from you am I going to meet the birth mum what is the birth mum like but also um understanding that your partner's kind of idea <laughs> around his ex is going to be biased and it may not tell a true story of the ex so it's working out are you open to meeting the ex and what kind of context and also the birth mum co-parenting mum single mum giving grace to the ex's new partner and the ex's new partner giving grace to the birth mum because it's not easy for anyone. And, and you know, for both women to give grace to the man because you're going to be learning on the job. There's no real way to prepare for getting into a blended family and, you know, working with adults that you might not even want to work with. Um, and I'm not going to say for the sake of the child, for the sake of your own sanity, you just have to be able and willing to communicate and if you don't feel like you can you've got to get help whether that means getting a support group for single mums co-parenting mums stepmoms um dads getting around other dads getting a coach getting a therapist um just getting help to get that communication going and have it be healthy the nature of all adult relationships is that they're complicated in one way or another. That's a given. But what about the kids? They're little people too, with their own preferences, desires and ideas about what their family should look like. 
some kids actually put their foot down and say, well, I don't care if he's got a new partner. I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to look at her. I, I, I just don't care. Um, and then there are some kids that are just like, okay, who do you want me to meet? <laughs> like, All right, I'll see if I like her kind of thing and just go with the flow. You just have to see what type of child, you know, you have and unfortunately you cannot gauge how well your child's going to do in a blended family until you get into that situation right and so I think it's about understanding how you feel about your new partner or about maybe your ex leaving the home and setting up home somewhere else. It's about understanding how you feel and deciding that you are okay to feel that, but also be very aware that your child doesn't have to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could be happy. Oh, I found a new partner. My old partner was trash. Like, I'm happy now, you know, and then try and you know encourage your child to be happy about that situation when they're not you shouldn't do that you should let that child feel whatever that child is trying to feel obviously if that child is acting out and like you know throwing cans of milk at your new partner that's not going to really fly but it's about talking constantly to your child saying how do you feel about this and you know if your child is to say I don't feel okay about this I feel uncomfortable about about this is about working out how to support your child while still being loved up and happy in your relationship right and then um you know for the blended family it's about not forcing a kind of step mum or step parent and stepchild relationship and letting that flow naturally and also understanding that actually it's okay if a step parent and a stepchild are not like bonded and treating each other as family essentially that step parent is there because they fell in love with the child's parent okay and we have to know that the child will always have their mum and dad and don't necessarily need a step parent or a bonus parent as people say but should a child embrace having another parent absolutely that's amazing nurture that you know um and be happy in that but yeah ultimately what I'm trying to say is feel how you feel as an adult don't project how you feel as an adult onto the child or expect that child to feel the same way but actually acknowledge the child's feelings and find ways to work with the child um not to bring them up to the way you feel but to bring them to a space where they're comfortable with the family dynamics and also being you know consistent in your messaging of this is how it is now how do I make you comfortable in this space that we are in now I'm not I'm not a believer of (laughs) living your whole life for your children because your children don't like something then you you drop it out I'm I'm not a believer of that but then obviously there's loads of scenarios in me saying that that can derive from that but just generally it's about teaching the child we're in the set family now how can I make it okay for you? There can be a pressure, either internally or externally, for everyone involved to get with the programme, play nice and be one big happy family. But that's not always realistic. Not to say that things won't get there, but new family dynamics take time for everyone to adjust to and to find a balance that they themselves are happy with. And kids being kids 
often just don't care about keeping up appearances or proving to outsiders that their blended family can be drama free. And, you know, there are some children, actually, that don't want siblings. Like, I've been an only child for X amount of years. Actually, I want to stay an only child, so I don't care if my stepmom has had babies. I, I, I don't care. Um, and that can be hurtful for the dad or for a mum that, wow, you know, I've just given birth to your siblings. Like, do you not care? Some kids don't care. And I feel like it's very important to know that even in a nuclear family, some kids don't care. Some kids can be an only child and their biological mum and dad have another child and give, you know, this only child a whole full sibling by blood. And the child still doesn't care. Children are going to be children. They're going to feel how they feel, work with the child on the child's level. And also a fact from research is that it takes around seven years for a blended family to actually blend right and even me saying blended family I've tried really hard to stop saying blended family as much as I do because it's quite triggering to some people because some people don't want to blend some single moms don't want to blend with the ex and their you know new spouse or partner um a step family is a step family that doesn't necessarily mean they're all united as one happy family. It can be very distracted and still actually work. I just feel like um, any kind of preconceptions that anyone has about blended families, they should throw that in the bin. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram and just get, look for real stories. You know, I know a lot of stepmoms, they've got like, woe is me stories out there, but there are some happily blended families there. And um, yeah, just don't turn up your nose to potentially dating someone with children it's not all doom and gloom yes it's hard but um i'm happy <laughs> it works i'm sure you'll appreciate priscilla's straight talk as much as i do if you did enjoy this episode please rate and review us in apple podcasts share this episode with someone who might need it and let us know what you think on social media thanks for tuning in to another episode of black Bella presents the survival guide this has been a Black Bella production and the theme tune is by Darrell Banks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.